Welcome to the Recruiter Startup Podcast. We are doing the COVID-19 series where we're trying to get some good advice out to you in how you can manage your business and survive as best as you can through this turbulent period. It's hard. It's hard for motivation as a leader, as an operator, and we all need to communicate as much as possible. Today's guest is James Osborne. He is the founder and MD of the Recruitment Network. And they have about 2,000 members, so 2,000 recruitment businesses who rely on them to give them the best advice possible in how to operate their business. And they've never been as busy as they are now. And uh, James Osborne's done more press briefings than Donald Trump recently. So hopefully I've added a new angle to it. But uh, he's a good guy, knows his stuff, um, has a good positive mental attitude and uh, and is already planning for the other side. I hope you all get a lot from this. Um, he's going to be the first of quite a few big hitting advisors that I'm going to get on over the next couple of weeks. Um, they've all been recorded already. I'm just catching up with it all. If you're getting any value from these, just let me know because uh, loads of people are listening, which is great. Um, if you need me to cover anything, I've tried to get on money. I've tried to. I've just recorded one on well-being. Um, lots of advisors, lots of founders. Um, I'll get on a couple of independent recruiters to discuss how they're managing. Um, if there's anything you can think of that would be a benefit or anything you're struggling with, feel free to reach out to me. And I will get the right person on and we can have a chat about it. But uh, over to James and please do like, share, comment and let me know what you think of it. All right. Have a great day or as best as you can. All right. Welcome to the Recruiter Startup Podcast. I'm joined here by the immaculately presented James Osborne while I have a two, three-day beard and I'm looking a bit disheveled after traveling through the night from California. How are you, James? I'm very good, thank you. How are you doing? Apart from being a bit tired. Yeah, Um, I'm okay. Daddy daycare is a bit challenging. Um, We're starting (laughs) to both work, so... We're we're trying to organise that schedule, but they're they don't need homeschooled, thank God. So mm-hmm. still still young. How's the how's the family life? It's great. Uh, do you know what? Uh, from a family point of view, I mean, you take away the whole fear factor of the of COVID nineteen and everything else. The actual fact that I'm spending far more time with my family and my kids at the moment is wonderful. Um, I take my kids for a run every day. Um, they they have to run a kilometre, and every kilometre they run, they get ten minutes on the Xbox. No, no. Um, and to the point where I've now realised how infatuated my kids are with the Xbox that my 10-year-old did a marathon distance last week. <laughs> Very good. So, clearly is addicted to Xbox or just loves running, but I think it might be the former. So, um, For anybody who, who, who doesn't know the recruitment network, um, I'm surprised that there's not many who would not know it, but, but perhaps we have some listeners in America or further afield. Um, can you kind of give us the a quick summation on what, what you provide to recruitment business owners? Yeah, it's very simple. So we are a community of recruitment leaders and recruitment advisors. 
Um, so we work with recruitment organizations to help them uh, navigate through the good and the bad times. I'm probably going to say that now. Uh, the good and the bad times and the challenging times. And we provide everything from uh, guidance, support, peer-to-peer networking, um, and just about everything else. It's almost like having a, a large group of non-exec directors all working together to support your business and giving you the advice and support that you need. So it's been a great journey. We launched four years ago. Um, we have an online platform as well called TRM World. Um, and we are just about to hit our 2,000th member. Um, I think we're probably going to hit it uh, first thing tomorrow morning. So by the end of this week, we'll get 2,000 members, which is great. So, And that's 2,000 people, recruitment people, all collaborating, supporting each other, and helping us navigate, through, as I said, through these what I refer to as extraordinary times right now and the good times when they come as well. Well, it was good times before. Uh, we, uh, we all had a good run. Um, COVID-19 has hit. Um, it's fair to say we're probably three weeks into it from a business perspective. Um, definitely two very hard weeks. What advice are you giving your members? What, what does that process look like from whenever you saw this happening? What, how, like what, what type of ideas? What, what's a recruitment network doing for its members? Yeah, well, we're, we're doing a hell of a lot. I've never in my life been so busy. And, and I have to say, doing everything virtually on Zoom now, now I'm, I'm spending I'm far more efficient and effective than I've ever been because I'm having a lot more meetings. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm very pragmatic about these types of things. I'm, I used to be a, a scuba diving and sailing instructor, so I'm pretty used to managing the situations when the proverbial hits the fan, if I can use that expression on this. Um, so I'm sort of just, I look at things and think, right, well, the situation is what it is, right? What are we going to do about it? How are we going to sort of navigate through this? So, um, the, the, the approach that we've taken to people, and we're not experts with regards to, you know, tropical diseases and viral infections and pandemics and that type of stuff, but we've got a good sense of what's going on in the market based on what we're seeing, what we've experienced before previous recessions and the people we hang out with. So, um, what we're generally saying to people is break your strategies and what, Break the strategy down into, into three areas. Area number one, which is more of a, a defensive strategy, it's just looking at um, making sure that you are securing your business for today. So we don't know how long this is going to last. I'm, my gut feel in the UK is that we're going to experience, uh, we're in a, a V-shaped recession, um, is my personal uh, belief, and we're going to experience a sharp bounce back, um, I believe, at the beginning of June, or in that sort of area. Um, I might be completely wrong, but that's my assumption. Um, how deep that risk the return will be, I'm not sure about, but I think it'd be reasonably good, albeit to a slightly softer market. Will that be it? Don't know. We might end up in a W recession. It could be a U, it could be an L shape. You know, you've got any letter you want right now, so it's fine. But um, my belief is that basically we're going to sort of peak um, over the next sort of two or three weeks, and then we'll start building back up again. I think one of the reasons why it's dropped off, obviously, is not so much the fact that we're all working from home. It's just more the unknowing. And I think when people don't know what's going on, then it's hard to make forward planning decisions. So, so stage number one is is basically the defensive, locking in, securing your business today. How can um, we do that? And that's all the things around. Well, that's looking at number one is cash flow, the most important thing right now. So ensuring that you are absolutely on top of your cash, what's going in, what's going out, um, that you are prudent, you're planning for worst case scenario, you've done a good nine month and minimum re-forecast on your cash flow, uh, and it's realistic. Um, so if your typical debtor days are 30 days, then now put them back to 50 days and all that sort of good stuff. 
um, and making sure that um, you are hoarding cash wherever you possibly can. And we're lucky in the UK to an extent that we've been given some lifelines with the flowing process and with some of the options around extending payment terms with some of the suppliers now and all sorts of things like that, which is because there are options out there. Um, so what we need to be doing is doing everything we possibly can to hoard as much cash right now. So we've got it. Uh, that's number. That's key because you've got nothing without that. Um, and then the second thing is to look at what you've got in your business. If your business is too lean um, and it means it's going to be pretty hard to function in this current climate and win any business or do any or have any opportunity to bring any more business in today, um, as much as it will be pretty hard to then bounce back when the bounce comes. So um, it's about securing what you've currently got, locking in, winning opportunities, closing deals today. There's a lot of business still happening today. I can promise you that. Um, and we're seeing some really good wins coming out of the network and some of the uh, members that we work with. So we know there are opportunities. You've got to work harder to go and get them. We've got to sell more than we've ever sold before, but in a different way. So you can't do the traditional sales process in markets where people are, are currently sort of hiding a little bit and or just trying to sort of survive. Um, if they're thriving, then you crack on. It's a good old sales process, but then you've got to adjust your, the way that you're selling, definitely. Um, but we should be selling loans. So recruiters should be actually on it. There's a great opportunity to get in front of customers because everyone's at home. You've got more time now. So uh, a lot of the members that we've spoken to, they've seen sales activity significantly increase over the last week's 10 days from what it was, which is great. So we're doing more sales activity, which is good. So which areas? Um, it's about. Sorry, that again. Which areas? Are you seeing sales? The markets. Which verticals? Yeah. yeah well, yeah, well, loads, actually. We, we, we wrote a document about three or four. I mean, we're producing a lot of content at the moment, which we're posting up on TRM World for everyone. And it's um, we did a document recently about business orienteering, so looking at where the hotspots are. And I think it's really fascinating to look at your – obviously, if you're in a certain market in recruitment, you can't pivot completely left field from that market today because you won't be able to catch up in time. Um, but you certainly can pivot within your marketplaces. And I find it really, I'll give an example. We're having a conversation today with someone who is, um, who does sort of marketing design, creative type recruitment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, obviously when you are a business, generally one of the first costs that goes when you hit a recessionary period are things like marketing costs, mm-hmm. um, which I disagree with personally, by the way. I think it's a time to be doing more marketing right now, especially when everyone's online consuming content. Um, but one of the first things that will bounce back is marketing, um, especially in the current market where you've got a lot of people um, who are going to have experienced a lot of problems around brands, the brand damage they've gone through because they haven't responded effectively to their community and their customers and that type of stuff. So there's going to be a lot of money money spent on marketing costs um, and marketing and resource and all that type of stuff over the course of the next couple of months when the bounce kicks in. So people should be, those areas should be recruiting now. So the conversations that us as recruiters should be having is more of a long tail, consultative, strategic talent planning conversation now about, okay, we know the market's hit in this particular area. We know you're not hiring marketeers today, but you will need them tomorrow. And we presume that's going to happen reasonably soon. And when it comes, there's going to be a massive bun fight for talent and you need to be ahead of the game from that. So what a great opportunity now to start agreeing deals with your customers for tomorrow, even trying to get some pre-order business where you're getting a percentage of the fee up front today if they weren't hired today, but get a fee up front today with the view that they are going to hire tomorrow when the bounce kicks, when that be two months, three months, one month or whatever. 
Um, you can start doing business like that, and that creates that locked-in customer opportunity. It creates customer loyalty. It gives your recruiters a chance to do business today and start building up talent pools and talent pipelines ready to go and all that sort of good stuff. So there are hot spots out there without a shadow of a doubt. Obviously, some industries are doing better than others. We've got some members who are having record months right now, record weeks, obviously. Um, if you're doing certain areas of healthcare, not all, but certain areas of healthcare is pretty good. Um, obviously, some of the tech tech areas are really quite interesting. Cyber's going through the roof in some areas for obvious reasons, because everyone's now online more than they've ever been before. And mm-hmm. so it goes on. I think it's a really interesting exercise to do. And again, happy to, if, if anyone, any, anyone, any of these listeners, if they go on to trmworld.com, it's completely for free. It's not a sales pitch. It's completely for free. Uh, and on there, there's a document on the, I think it's on the dashboard on the homepage, which is around business orienteering. And we mapped out some of those hotspots. So we're going to keep adding to that all the time. Um, but we know there's opportunities. And like any business, we should be looking at today, where are those hotspots today? And just as importantly, where will those hotspots be tomorrow when the bounce kicks in? And we should be gearing our businesses up for both right now. Win business today, bring in, squeeze the opportunities, create cash today, and at the same time, develop a really strong pipeline of semi-closed business or, or retained closed business today ready for tomorrow so we can restart, almost like start forecasting. And if you did a, a proper sales forecast over a six-month or nine-month period, yeah, sure, you might have a tough couple of months coming up or you might be in it right now, but you could potentially claw a lot of that back in the next, Q, next quarter three or quarter four just by gearing your business up properly now. I'm going to jump onto the trnworld.com after this to, to have a look at that because we're definitely going to have to pivot our own business in the short term. It's a... Because you can imagine being at the bottom of the supply chain, we get hit quite hard in this in this point. So sure. the uh, the pivot question is on my mind. And I have you any documents on there in terms of uh, mapping out new markets and the step by step process on that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's something that we 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 talk people through anyway, just as part of your day to day. Whether whether you've got a situation like we've got at the moment where it's tough, or even a good market, you know, we should always be looking at going through that process. So yes, there's some, there's some documentation on there about how to understand where where the key markets or the key um, sectors or niches within a sector are, are going to be flying and why they're going to be flying. And there's certain criteria that you always look for in a, in a certain market. Um, and if you can find those, you know, things like there's a really interesting thing that you can do, which is called a pestle analysis. Um, so identify pestle sounds political, economical, social, technological, et cetera, et cetera. Look it up. But the, the point of that is that there are certain things in a market that creates uh, change. And that change, if it's positive change or even negative changes we're seeing, can create more demand in certain areas. Mm. If we as recruiters and business strategists leading recruitment businesses can understand where the positive change tomorrow is going to be because there is a coming change in legislation or there's a coming change in economics or whatever, then that's where the hotspots start rearing their heads and that's where it becomes really, really quite interesting. Let me jump into the <coughs> question. It's uh, because we're, we're the first week we've seen massive people just got let go. And I, I think a lot of people did damage their brands by not just holding out to find out what the government would do. The the government then has put in a scheme whereby they you know you can furlough your staff for a period of time. Um, how do you know how many people should be furloughed? How how do you do that in the right way? How do you 
keep your staff engaged during that period? What type of advice are you giving people? Because I'm talking to recruiters who are pissed off about being furloughed and yeah. and, and they're, all that loyalty that their company had for them, they had for their company, it, it's evaporate, evaporating every day. Yeah, for sure. So the, I, I mean, the whole furloughing thing is fascinating. I think it's the most Google word right now. I don't know what I meant about two weeks ago. I'm not sure anyone knows how to pronounce it yet. I, I still get it wrong. But um, the, um, you know, the process of furloughing is a lifeline for businesses. Now, there's a lot of debate around whether it's a good lifeline because it means we can't work, which means that means we just stop, which means we can't carry on trading to an extent. Is, is that bad? Well, obviously it is. Um, but for a lot of companies, that's, Basically, would have to either make redundancies to get through this situation because you know sometimes you know, if you work, if you work in travel and hospitality recruitment right now and you've got a hundred staff working that and you've been filling your boots for the last couple of years overnight your business is just shut down and in most cases and to an extent now we've got a couple of members who are in that area who I tell you are doing an amazing job of going forward now and creating a new strategy and it's brilliant to watch and it's really empowering actually but the um, in most instances, what are you going to do? There's no business. You can't get any business. Your market has shut down for a period of time. Um, what do you do? Do you get rid of people? Do you make them redundant? Um, do you just keep them on there doing the right thing if you can and then potentially just run out of cash, which means the whole business just closes down? Or do you grab onto this lifeline, which is the, the fellow process? And I think it is a lifeline. And someone told me a great analogy about uh, how to look at it. And it's like, now, if you have been furloughed, this is a message that goes out to any recruiter or say he's been furloughed, is that um, I think it's a positive thing because it's about securing the future of that business. That's the reason why people are doing it. Mm. And it's like being in a, in a football team or a rugby team. And I've, I've been in trouble recently for using football analogies. And those of you who know me will know what that's about. But um, it's like being in a football team and a rugby team. You know, in a rugby team, you might have 20 people in the team of which only 15 at any one time are on the pitch. And right now, the people in the business who aren't furloughed or hopefully haven't been made redundant are the ones on the pitch that we need, who are the ones who we know can do business today or create proper pipeline ready for tomorrow. Um, if you can't do that, and that could be because your market, the area of the market you work in is just not flying right now and you're unable to pivot, or it might be a case into another market, it might be the case of you just unable to work from home effectively because you've got a couple of kids and it's just near on impossible to do it and your broadband is rubbish. So actually, you're probably better off being that because you're not going to be as effective as you were three weeks ago back in the office. So the people you need on the pitch right now, the non-furlough people, the ones who you know are going to add significant bottom line value to the business today um, and drive the business forward. Those of you who are put on the, on the sideline and in, in the reserve thing and the fellow process, you should be really grateful that you've got a bunch of people on the pitch right now who are flying the flag, flag for you to keep the business going, ready to bring you back as soon as possible so we can all start cracking on again and that type of stuff. So, How, how, do, we know, how do we know when to bring these people back? Because... I, as you know, when, when you hire recruiters, it's built based on momentum, cash flow, future sales. We're going to be at a point where cash is going to be still quite tight. Momentum stopped and future sales, although you're saying there's going to be a V, we're not in there generating stuff to make that happen. So yeah, how, how do we bring loads of people back at the same time? Is that going to be in it? Are we? Are, is this not? Are people not thinking about this yet? Or 
No, 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 people are definitely so people are definitely thinking currently about uh, talked about the defensive strategy. They're also thinking about their offensive strategy about moving forward now. And I think you now I mentioned this on a on a video I did this morning is about you know the more we're now looking forward, actually the better we all are mentally and, and that type of stuff. But also it means you can start driving your business forward. There, there's no blanket answer because it sort of depends on where, what market you're in and what the traction looks like and so on and so forth. Um, there's a couple of principles, though, and you know, principle number one is if you wait until the market has come back and then you bring everybody back off furlough, then the issue you've got, you, it's like moving a, a slow tanker. You've got to start ramping back up again. And at that time, your competition, who might be ahead of that, uh, might be jumping in and, and eating your lunch. So um, I would suggest you need to be getting people back in that traction going before the market picks up itself. That's something you've got to be able to predict. Um, but also, it's something you've got to be able to cash flow because, quite simply, if you physically can't afford to bring people back, you can't afford to bring people back. Mm. And that's why, going to your question about who do you furlough, it's like you've got to ensure that the people you're furloughing are the ones who are going to generate the cash quickly to allow you to then bring everybody back quickly to be able to capitalize on the market before everybody else does and so on and so forth. So it's not a science because there's no date, set, schedule, process. I'm sure some people probably come up with something with a nice analogy for it. but Actually, it's not. It depends on where your cash flow is, what you can afford to do, um, how comfortable you are that your business is geared up, ready for the bounce. Um, so are, is your pipeline strong? Is your talent strong? Are your processes strong? Are your relationships strong? Are you winning good retained business? Are you locking in customers on all that sort of good stuff? So then you can probably bounce back quicker than everybody else, and then you can take a few risks and a few punts. You know, we we've been working on some um, proposals and contracts. Some of the members we went a really sweet one a couple of days ago. You know, worth a significant amount of money for one of our members. It's brilliant, um, but we pushed for that to make sure it was a retainer. So we've got a large chunk of cash in the bank today, which allows us to bring people back off alone, start working in new markets, and gearing the business up. That's going to support it. That was lucky. Oh, lucky we worked bloody hard to get it, but that's enabled that business to completely pivot its strategy now. And you know, in answer your question, they will be a very different. Um, process over the course of the next two months and another recruitment company doesn't have those deals coming through right now how how is this going to change the world of recruitment yeah as well okay can i start with the first one my, my hippie answer is it's going to change the world definitely and i think it's going to change the world for the better um so and i mean that from a purely sentimental point of view that the the world has come a lot closer together. You know, LinkedIn is now Facebook, which is now TikTok, which is now whatever. I've spent more time in people's bedrooms over the last three weeks than, um, than any other time before. We all know about each other. We've all met each other's kids. The dog, the dogs jumps on when we have a conference call. So the, the, the whole business of recruitment, the whole business of business has now become a lot more humanized, I think, a lot more personal. I think that's brilliant. I think that's really cool. I also think, by the way, that means that the way we do business and sell and develop relationships should probably maximize that as an opportunity because I think it is a great opportunity to, if you get that right. So I think I think it's going to bring the world closer together just generally, and I think that's a pretty cool thing. Um, from a recruitment perspective, how's it going to change the world of recruitment? You know, um, are we going to become more tech-driven, I think we're going to realize that tech is okay to utilize and we're all going to come out, out of this thinking, my word, I've managed to do 15 different client meetings today all over the world. And I didn't even leave and I still kept my, my shorts on sort of stuff with a nice shirt above. So I think we're going to use tech a lot more. I think we're going to use things like video a hell of a lot more. 
Um, I think we're going to um, spend more time educating customers a lot more. Um, I think a big part of the sales process today is education. So how good are you as a recruiter, as a consultant, educating your customers on how to do proper video interviewing, how to do proper virtual onboarding and that type of stuff. It's an educational piece to say this is business as usual. Uh, and let me show you how to make it business as usual, Mr. or Mrs. Client. So actually, I can start doing some business with you right now type of stuff. So I think it will change from that point of view. I think it will elevate the game um, from a consultant point of view. And uh, will people all now close all their offices down and start working from home? I, I sort of doubt it. I think people might have more flexible working than before, so that might become more of a thing. If people can have a choice to do that if they want to, but I still think people like to be around people. And I certainly think, personally, when all this goes away and I'm allowed out of my house, I'm quite looking forward to hanging out with a bunch of people again because I've forgotten what everyone actually feels like, smells like, and that sort of good stuff. Um, so it, it will certainly change the industry from that point of view, but I think probably for the better make it more efficient. You know, some people say, well, this is a great chance to whittle out the week in the industry and that sort of stuff. Yeah, right, fair play. If that's how you sort of get your kicks, that's fine. But, you know, I think certainly the stronger will do better in this marketplace. The creative ones will do better. A lot of innovation is coming out right now. And we're seeing some amazing innovation that's coming across from some industries that have been hit about how to redeploy their talents or their, their cans they've got. Um, how to pivot their, their products to align to the market, which gives them a more of a robust um, recession-proof business um, for the good times and the bad times. So there's loads of ways it's going to change. It's going to change for the better without a shadow of a doubt. And I think we're going to get a lot closer to our clients and be a lot better, more efficient industry moving forward. And an industry, going back to my hippie side, that probably cares a little bit more about people because we actually now know a lot more about people. And we realize that those those um, Rottweiler, those gatekeepers that we talk about, they're actually human beings that are suffering right now as much as we're suffering emotionally and mentally and everything else. And I think that's important. How can people uh, join the recruitment network? Well, really simple. So we made up, uh, when we set the recruitment network up four years ago, we made it clear we were a, a purpose-driven business. We have values on our wall and we live by our values. So uh, a few weeks ago, when all this hit, all the team got together. We all agreed within a matter of minutes that we we're going to offer all our services and products for free um, over this period. So we're not charging anyone for anything. And the simplest thing to do is just go to trmworlds.com. You can register for free. You don't any details in apart from your name and email address. I think that's about it. And you get access to absolutely everything. And then reach out to us. And we're doing lots and lots and lots of onboarding sessions, one-to-one round uh, sessions, roundtable sessions. We, I, mean, I think I've spoken to 70 recruitment businesses today alone in our roundtable sessions, just sharing ideas. And our job is just to help you navigate through this process. And we'll do anything we can to support our members. And we'll carry on doing that until this stuff goes away. Um, and then we'll all come out the other side, go out for a damn good few beers. I can guarantee that. Um, and then we'll crack on in a new market, in a new world, which I think will be slightly better. So trmworld.com is the starting point, or just drop me a line directly. Thanks, James. Pleasure as always. Thanks, man. Cheers.